0: everyone and welcome back to another edition of the Rockcast, a podcast made by Rockhurst University students, for Rockhurst University students, and anyone who's interested in
1: life here at Rockhurst. Our spring semester is getting closer to being over, but there's a lot of new things happening around campus. One of those is the newly created Office of Multicultural Belonging and Engagement. The office's first director, Letitia Davis, will be joining us on the podcast today. She's been on the job for almost a full week, so we think she's ready for a podcast appearance.
2: We are also going to be talking about FOSA, which is the festival of student achievements, which is an annual, annual tradition here at Rockhurst that recognizes excellence in leadership and research.
3: But first, let's introduce our cast for today. List your name, hometown, major, year, and something you had to do for class recently that you either really enjoyed or was a huge challenge for you.
2: So my name is Katia Rubio-Leal. Um, I'm from Hebrew Springs, Arkansas, but I was born in Hidalgo, Mexico. My major is biomedical engineering. Um, I'm a sophomore and something that I've had to do recently for class that I enjoy and is a challenge. Um, so I take my linear algebra class and we get extra credit if we code our homework. Um, so I love extra credit, but sometimes it's like kind of hard to get like the code formatted and like to do like matrix matrices and stuff like that. But either way, I really enjoy it.
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Brianna Moreau. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm majoring in Physics of Medicine and Bioethics, and I'm a junior here at Rutgers. Something that I have done for a class recently. Um, right now, I'm working on a project, and it's pretty much how COVID-19 affects the alveoli. I can get into that, but not really. And so the our professor really liked. The things we've been working on, and so she's encouraging us to like dig deeper into our research. Um, so that hopefully maybe um, she can also add it a part of the curriculum. And so, this is a great opportunity, however, I'm thinking about time because <laughs> I'm it's so much going on, you know, because like finals are coming up. Um, but we'll see what happens with that.
1: Hello, my name is Sydney Truesdale, I am a nursing major, senior nursing major from St. Louis, Missouri. Something that we did recently in class, um, well, because I'm a nursing major, eventually I will graduate and take the NCLEX. And so right now in class, we're doing a lot of NCLEX prep work. And so I have to do these, they're basically online quizzes to prepare. Um, And it's like a full, it's like full tests. I have to do like four of those a week and then some um, review of the tests and like any questions I got wrong and then 30 minutes of studying. So it's just a lot of uh, like per 30 minutes of studying per test. So there's a lot of work that goes into the studying for the exam, um, but it's probably for the best because, you know, I can't be a nurse if I don't pass the NCLEX, but like Bree was saying it is a really busy time of year. And so it's hard to fit it all in sometimes I've enjoyed my the growth in myself because freshman year me could not answer most of these questions. So at least there's that.
3: Hello, everyone. My name is Damian Hood. I'm originally from Pauper Bluff, but I do live here in Kansas City. Uh, my major is psychology and I am a junior here at Rockhurst as well. And something I've really enjoyed this whole semester, to be quite honest, is my abnormal behavior class. Uh, It's a night class and it goes from 6 to 840. Now, usually we don't go all the way to 840, but last night we went all the way there to 840 and we didn't even finish everything in the slide because of how discussion like the class is. So he, he lectures us with PowerPoint, but he allows us to freely ask any questions we want. And he's, he's so great. He always answers it to his full, to the fullest of his abilities. And he gives like examples of any patients he's worked with or examples of other coworkers he has. Uh, I remember even the first day of abnormal behavior, he gave a, an example of a patient that he worked with that was part of that was in line with the cartels so it was like this dude does it all so I just really love that class overall and we got to talk about personality disorders last night so really appreciate that and enjoy that class
2: so if you haven't already be sure to subscribe comment rate and review us wherever you get your podcast also if you want to watch this as a zoom cast you can find us at youtube.com forward slash rockers Talk. And then if you have any other questions or topics um, you're interested in or being a guest or co-host, you can send us a DM on Instagram at Rockhurst University or you can contact contact us through rockhurst.edu. We are so thrilled to have Letitia Davis here with us today. As mentioned, she's our new um, Director of Multicultural Belonging and Engagement.
4: Letitia, welcome. Thank you. I'm honored to be here with you all today.
0: Well, we are honored to have you.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
0: And so, Latisha, before we start talking about your work here, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, where are you from? What did you study? And, like, things like
4: that. Yes. Yeah. So again, my name is Letitia Davis. I use the pronoun she, her, hers. And I am originally from Wichita, Kansas. So not far from here. Um, born and raised, I um, completed my bachelor's degree at Wichita State. Go Shocks! And mm-hmm. my master's degree from Baker University. So not far from here as well. And I am currently a doctoral candidate at the University of Kansas. So prior to coming to Rockhurst, I was at the University of Kansas for about nine years. And I also worked at Coffeeville Community College.
1: How'd you hear about Rockhurst? Um, what brought you to our campus?
4: Yes, so um, I'm pretty familiar with the Kansas City area. And um, as I was job searching, I came across the posting online through, I believe it was Indeed or highereducationjobs.com and just really excited. I felt like it really aligned with my, my passion and my
3: values and beliefs. So we are excited to have you here at Rockhurst University. Can you describe what you'll be doing as director? What kind of goals you may have?
4: Yes, so as director, I will be implementing mentoring and programming to support and promote multicultural learning, as well as assist departments and campus leaders in eliminating barriers to success faced by marginalized um, student populations. I'll also be facilitating diversity, equity, and inclusion um, trainings for students and collaborating with student organizations on cultural and heritage celebrations. So some of my goals are to build on the existing work that's been done here um, around belonging and engagement. And my hope is to foster a sense of belonging among students as well as create awareness, understanding, and support student populations who are currently and historically have been um, marginalized and underserved. So during my first 30 days here, cause this is um, my sixth day, um, my priority is to um, hold listening sessions, just so I can hear from students, faculty and staff about any concerns around diversity, engagement and belonging and how I can help cultivate um, a home for all.
0: Well, that is so exciting to hear. And I think a lot of students appreciate, although it's like your sixth day, you're diving right in and like you're meeting with so many students already. And I've already heard so many great things about you. And I know Damien and I have already recommended you to several people. So we're very excited to have you here on campus. And so um, when you first came to Rockhurst University, like what excited you about the campus? Like what stood out and like made Rockhurst different than like previous experiences?
4: Yeah, so I would say, Definitely the people here. As I mentioned before, everyone was so welcoming. Um, It just felt like a good fit for me. It aligns, again, with my passion and and mission and and values. Um, I think what it me the most is, as you may know, this is a new position, and it came out of Rockhurst's commitment to um, DEIB, So I'm really excited to be a part of an opportunity to again, foster um, belonging and engagement and diversity on campus.
1: Do you see any challenges or anticipate any challenges in your new position? Um, And are there any relationships or um, communities that you wanna meet and make partnerships with or meet on campus?
4: Sure, so right now, in my first week, a current challenge has been just assessing the current campus climate. I know that there was a campus climate set done a, a few years back and that's what the CIO position came out of. Um, so just assessing that and and seeing what kind of the current concerns are on campus and how I can kind of meet, move the needle forward with that. Um, also, it's really important for me to listen. So as I mentioned, going on these listening sessions within my first 30 days to listen to students and faculty and staff concerns. Um, as I'm trying to create a supportive and culturally competent climate here at Rockhurst. Um, I also wanna make sure that students, particularly those from marginalized backgrounds are being seen and heard. So that's a priority of mine as well. Um, just having conversations around diversity is not enough. Um, it's time to really take action.
2: Um, so I had the like great pleasure to be able to interview you. And yeah. whenever I did, I like, I felt like you were just perfect for this position like I was like I was going to be so sad if you didn't get it just cuz you could whenever you're meeting people like you can see genuineness like and like passion and I saw that in you um so I'm just so excited for you like to be here and what you're going to do at Rockhurst like could you kind of like maybe lay out like what like the next 5 years are going to be here like is there like a certain program you want to implement or like what's like a big accomplishment like on your to-do list
4: Yes, thank you so much for the kind words. That was something that really kind of solidified my my decision to come here. Because as I mentioned, I'd been at KU for for nine years. And you know, change is hard, making transitions into a new role. So um meeting with you and the other students really kind of eased that transition and um helped with my discernment around making the decision to come here. So again, thank you for those, those kind words. So I would say over the next five years, simply put, um, I I want to create a culture on campus that is inclusive and celebrates diversity, um, truly an environment that is a home for all. I know that is the mission of Rockhurst. Um, So some things that I would like to implement over the next five years would be, again, I mentioned training. So DEIB training for not only students, but staff. Um, I know that there are some things in place, but to continue to build on those. Um, At previous institutions, I have seen um, training courses that are modules online um, that are not always taken seriously because you can click through them, right? So I really wanna encourage us to offer trainings that are in-person and also trainings that build on Um, the basics, because everyone is at a different level when it comes to um, their knowledge around cultural competency and and diversity and microaggressions and conscious bias, all of those things. So if we could continue to build on those and not just offer the basic trainings, um, that would be a priority of mine. Um, As far as programming that I would love to implement. as some sort of a summer bridge program. I remember my first year in college, I'm a, I identify as a first-generation college student and just trying to figure out how to navigate uh, the campus yeah. and everything I just needed to do to be successful in my career. Um, I was fortunate enough to be a part of a sports program to where I came in two weeks early. So very similar to maybe like a summer bridge program. and um, That really set the foundation for me um, and helped me in my transition. So I would love to create some sort of a, a summer bridge program or a transition program for incoming freshmen, um, maybe tra- uh, transfers as well to help them um, become acclimated to the campus and navigate um, their academic career. Um, mentoring, I know that there is already peer mentoring in place, but I would love to create mentoring that um, supports and is uh, specific to students from marginalized backgrounds. So that's kind of where I wanna start um, and this continue to build from there. So
0: I know that in my involvement as a student leader with being an RA um, in the Black Student Union as well as student senator, I have noticed even from like a fear standpoint um, that there is some disconnect with not students and the administration. And I think everyone just truly needs that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know different students go to certain faculty or staff because it's, they're able to have those informal conversations and it's someone that they can truly lean on. And so recently, um, Damien and I, we were recommending people to Letitia Davis because we truly believe that um, she's a resource for the students here on campus, especially the marginalized Um, groups here on campus. So yeah, what would you say are ways as student leaders that we can help uplift students to share their stories, or even if they don't want to share their stories, um, take that initiative to go out and find
4: their person? Yeah, so I would say getting to know um, the individuals on campus um, and finding their person, finding their community, that's that's really important. Um, my office is definitely a safe space. Um, any and all students can come and, and, and talk to me. I can be a sounding board if needed. Um, practice active listening, because some students just want to, may want to vent um, and don't necessarily need to be told what to do, right? Um, so I I, I definitely see my office as a, a safe space where students can come. And um I am, I'm just here to support. I, you know, I could be that person. I, I remember how important that was to me. I obviously come from a marginalized background. I'm a woman, a, a person of color, um first gen student. Um, and it was really important. Um definitely during my undergraduate years to have that person that I trusted and could go to and confide in and when needed. And I was fortunate enough to have that in my advisor, um, Dr. Callas. And so um, I encourage all students to to find a place that they feel is safe and and someone that they can trust on campus.
0: Thank you so much for being intentional about creating an environment. Definitely appreciate it.
3: We really appreciate your involvement here on campus and your intentional uh, commitment to the students here at Rockhurst University. Um, could you maybe provide examples of your involvement uh, on campus with the students at KU? Yes. So I, I am at KU. I was part
4: of the trio family, and I say family because we really were a family. And so um, most of my students, I started with. Their freshman year, I oversaw a summer bridge program called Options, Um, and um, typically they were with me from freshman year until they graduated. And even I keep in touch with them beyond graduation, so um, and mentor them. Um, I advised BSU when I was there, um, as well as First, which is a student organization for first-gen students, and then also Unity uh, Dance. Uh, club. So um, I was very involved on campus. Um, It was important to me to um, offer myself as as that person, as we said earlier, to students um, and be their support system, their biggest cheerleader. So often I would go to different events um, across campus to support them, Um, even events outside of campus, Um, any way I could show my support to students. Um, I was there, so I was very involved always at everything that I could be at, um, as long as it didn't conflict with my schedule, um, BSU, as I, I mentioned to you all, BSU, their, their current executive board, um, gave me a parting gift on my last day at KU, a, a picture of them, um, and wanted me to put it up in my office to remember them and, um, Know that they are with me along my journey. So I absolutely love students. I'm passionate about supporting students. Um, and as I continue my journey at Rockhurst, you know, I hope that I can be a course pers- a person of support to all students and um, just their person. So that's
3: very cool. That's very considerate of you, especially you mentioning you're going to events. I know that you've already been to a couple of events here, like one of them being Unity Pride Prom, like you showed up to that, and that was really cool to see you there, so we appreciate it, and yeah.
2: So since, yeah, you've been here a full week now, and I feel like everyone has definitely said you kind of just dove in, like in, like what are kind of you doing to relieve some stress, or like what are you doing in your free time to kind of relax after being like so busy with this, all this work?
4: Yes. Thank you for that. Um, So I typically what I do for self-care is is work out. Um, My schedule hasn't allowed it much. So I'm hoping (laughs) by the end of the week, I can get back to my routine of working out, um, especially going going on walks. So I like when the weather is nice. I, I love sunshine and to be outside. So I'll go on a long walk. Um, this campus is beautiful, so I'm sure that I'll you'll see me out walking whenever I, I get a chance, so those are some things. Um, I also have a, a 13-year-old son. His name is Jackson. He's in the eighth grade, so oh. I enjoy just kind of hanging out with him, although, you know, he's a teenager now, so he's at that point where he doesn't want to <laughs> hang out with mom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> any, any family time, bike rides, things like that. Um, I'm an avid, um, music listeners I love live music now that things are starting to open back up I'm excited to get back out and and listen to some um live music go to to concerts um, actually before I started I I went on a sister's trip and we went and saw Silk Sonic um Ooh. the weekend of the grammys so that was exciting that was kind of a it's release so cool. before yeah. and, you know starting this this transition is it's pretty exciting because they opened for the grammys and and won several Something. of them so uh-huh.
2: that's a very um, cool.
4: love going to concerts Um anything really outdoors I like kayaking and um, that was a hobby I picked up mm-hmm. during the pandemic <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so yeah those sort of things um, Help, help with self-care and relaxing, so.
2: Well, thank you for that. Uh, definitely self-care is very important. I feel like it's good for you to have that balance, especially with a job like this. It's going to be very difficult at times. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, but we're so thankful to have you here. Um, thank you for joining us today from your busy schedule to take yeah, a little time you. and be on here. Is there a way students can like um, contact you or like where's your office at so people can uh, reach out to you?
4: Yes, yeah, so I am in Massman 1 um, in the suite with student development and student life. Mm-hmm. Uh, my office is right to the left as you come in. You can't miss <laughs> any. <laughs> um, we usually always have lots of candy and, and, and food around. So stop by mm-hmm. and get a snack if you, if you like, um, also, um, you could reach me through email. So my email is letitia.davis at rockhurst.edu. Um, and also I, I have a work cell phone number Bear with me because I haven't memorized the number yet. It is eight, it's <laughs> eight, one, six. <laughs> 602 3528. So, students are free to text me, call me, reach out that way. I know sometimes that's more convenient than email. No, definitely. I feel like, once I feel like texting you or
2: something can definitely be like a better conversation, like, you know, more intense like relationships with the students, like instead of like an email, I feel like sometimes that's too formal. Um, That'll be really good. So, thank you so much and have a great day.
4: Thank you.
1: Last week was our annual Festival of Student Achievement, or FOSA, as it's called. FOSA is where the university honors its students and clubs for their achievements and membership, as well as showcase research students have done. Katia, Damian, and Bree, how was your experience at FOSA?
3: Oh, it was my first time Showing up for fo- or being able to attend FOSA ever. Um, and that experience was enlightening, empowering, encouraging, and inspiring all together. Uh, just sitting amongst my uh, fellow BSU eBoard members, uh, it was really cool seeing all the awards uh, being presented to everybody the accomplishments that Rockhurst University um, acknowledges, especially in the science field. like all, Everything that they do is just incredible. And I was very happy to see the acknowledgments and kind words that they even use when presenting awards for anything uh, pointing in the direction of diversity and inclusion uh, on campus. So So getting an award, BSU getting an award, even just Brianna Merrill getting an award. It was it was fantastic. So I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, well, I'm a sophomore, but I mean, last year they had it like virtual. And then this was my first time going in person. And it was really nice just because like, I don't know, the things they would recognize people for and then they talk about it like. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. It's nice to know what your fellow classmates are doing so you can support them. I feel like Rockers does a really good job of like supporting each other in different aspects. Like I know they um one of the students who won uh Chidera, like they mentioned her podcast that she has. Um, so that was really cool. I didn't know about that. And just like other little things, like, you know, Sydney, uh, Bree, you guys won some individual awards. So it was good to see that too. Thank you, um,
0: same thing, like um, what was really nice about this FOSA award is similar to what Katia said, I'm a junior, but um, <laughs> our freshman year got cut short, so the, the last two years it's been virtual, so I think the only people who have actually been able to experience FOSA are the seniors, um, so it was really nice having that opportunity, um, and BSU um, was awarded outstanding um student organization award and that was really nice because um, bsu has just been has gone through a lot and i think that our executive board has been able to withstand a lot of different challenges that have arose not just in february but just throughout the entire academic year and i'm truly proud of them withstanding those tests of times but then also rising up to the occasion and being the voice for students um and advocating for all students um, so I'm really proud of them and I'm proud of BSU as a whole um, for the many different things that they have been doing and seeing different BSU members um, take their talents and be in other organizations and also uplifting students here on campus. so overall, like from a student leader standpoint, like it's just been amazing to watch and I truly appreciate um, that we were awarded that award <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like FOSA is a really important opportunity, especially at a smaller and more community-based uh, university like Rockhurst to take the time to acknowledge our students in community um, and you know look back at all the hard work that everybody's put in over the years and really acknowledge and support our students who try to go above and beyond and our organizations who go above and beyond to uh, make a difference in our community. And it's always really fun. I mean, I wasn't even able to go freshman year when the first FOSA happened. So this was my first in-person FOSA. The rest (laughs) of them were online. So it's very different. It's a lot more fun to be there in person. I was there sitting with my friends and was not expecting any kind of awards. So it was really exciting. And it was just fun to be there with my friends. And I look forward to seeing who gets nominated next year. It's always really fun.
0: If I remember correctly I think your group yourself and your group of friends were kind of a little bit higher up like, yeah I love the energy it gave <laughs> basketball game but it's what it was it, like they were cheering everyone on it was just like we were turning around we were like guys if we if we get up there we got to be like them because like so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> much support to their yeah. friends so like that was just so cool
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's way more fun if you if you uh, hype it up, you know. Yeah, you gotta, celebrate. You gotta celebrate. Gotta <laughs> <Yes. laughs> celebrate.
2: So, um, like I said earlier, Sydney and Brie, you guys won some awards. What exactly were they for? Yes.
0: Yeah, so I was able to win the Outstanding Student Leader Award. Um, I was very surprised, <laughs> and it was very funny because um, two of us got it um myself and emma barbin and so when they were introducing it they talked about how um this person is a resident assistant involved in student senate and it was funny because we were looking at the nominee list and emma and i were like we're the only ones that fit that description so (laughs) (laughs) and so like we were talking to our resident directors and they were saying like for the longest, we did not know like which person they were talking about (laughs) them um, so it was kind of funny for us like to both get it so it's very
1: exciting <laughs> I I was nominated for the living the mission award advanced student leader award um and yeah I was really excited to win I wasn't expecting to win um so that was kind of awesome and my friend Xander Haddad also won And that was fun. I've known Xander for a really long time. Actually, we knew each other pre-Rockhurst University. And he's a wonderful guy. And he's put a lot of work into Rockhurst and the Rockhurst community. So very well-deserved for him as well. And I, yeah, it was really exciting. I was just sitting there, um, Bree and I, Bree mentioned we were, I was sitting all in a group of all my friends and we were just watching all of our friends go down there. And we were like, Anytime anybody won, we were, we were celebrating, <laughs> and
2: you're like, you got to celebrate
1: it. It's way more yes. fun, you
2: know. Yes. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so congratulations to Sydney, BSU, Brie, and everybody else that won an award um that's our show for today's our next episode we're hoping to do it in person um because of COVID and everything like that and um, we've kind of just been doing it on zoom so we're excited to do that next time yes
0: I am so excited I cannot wait to do this in person it was going to definitely be a lot of fun we thank Letitia Davis again for being a great guest and hopefully she'll be able to join us soon as always be sure to rate comment review and subscribe you get your podcast and we'll talk to you soon
1: so for letitia davis brianna merle katia rubio damian hood and myself sydney truce we'll see you next time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs>